talking about Threadripper, A? <laughs> oh, man, the hype is real. I, I was actually doing a doing some reading on Threadripper, and everybody's loving it, and people are really stoked for the Radeon Vega series, or the RX Vega series. Dude, I know! Like, for the so, first time ever, I'm so proud to say that, like, once again, I'm not any team right now, but red team's looking good. It's, it, yeah, the hype is real, it seems like. Right. I've been trying to convince some a couple of people at work to, uh, build computers with ryzen do they they have any laptop size stuff because the thing is i'm probably not going to buy a pc for a while but in the next year or two i'll probably get a windows laptop there's probably a couple maybe maybe Um, by that time there'll be something well yeah uh so let me let me go to my favorite laptop website and see if they have any yeah see no not any amd stuff like in the mobile department yet i don't think i mean i'm sure there's probably some out there but it's going to be hard to find at that point but yeah so threadripper for the since we can talk about it uh threadripper threadripper launched today just so you know the 1950X and the 1920X. And those like a grip a piece or so? Or no, the 1950, the 1950X is a is a thousand. The um the 1920X is seventy nine seventy nine ninety nine. I mean uh seven hundred ninety nine. Eight hundred dollars, whatever. Yeah. The other one's nine ninety nine for the record. Yeah, they were doing. Yeah, I was watching a, bun- a bunch of benchmarking stuff. Obviously, they re- they compare it to the 79 7900X K, whatever whatever the Intel i7 equivalent is, which I think is 7700 maybe. Um anyways though, they compared it to that and obviously the Intel processor works better for gaming. It's going to, but the whenever it comes to like multi-threaded, multi-core performance stuff, like the Threadripper kicks it. Because uh, don't they say that gaming is after like four cores? It's not. Yeah. Look at you knowing your shit. God, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You impressed the crap out of me. I, I just want to let you know that. But um, yeah, it uses f- four cores is the most that it uses. Um, but Threadripper is not. That's not what it's for. It's for content creation. Like Third Ripper is something that you will be able to stream and play a game on. No okay. issues. And it also it comes with AMD has um some sort of software program. I can't remember what it is, what it's called right now, but it has like different like levels. So you can put it on a on a gaming level. And what it does with gaming level is it actually, like, turns off all the extra cores, which is kind of awesome. And whenever it turns it off, off, I think it leaves six cores, and you only need up to four. And the other two, are, I think, are for streaming and stuff if you want to game and stream. And, like, it throttles the performance of it and so on and so forth, technical bullshit. And even with that, the Intel one still beats it by a little bit whenever it comes to benchmarking. But, I mean... You still have something with incredible PCIe express lanes, all that stuff, basically. <laughs> but that, I'm trying not to get too technical because this is just a rant. <laughs> it sounds like a good thing to buy. I mean, know, get your kids for uh, Christmas. Speaking of which, did you? Is your is your uh, desktop? Is it water cooled? Did you figure that out yet? I need to look into that. Is it? Is there a side panel to it? No. There's, there's like a. So it's not glass. No. God dang it! I'll have to. I'll. Look you better it. figure this out. Like literally, I'm gonna say right after the podcast. Okay. So hey, we're doing a podcast. So hello <laughs> and welcome to Code Call uh, Z Targeting's sometimes weekly gaming podcast. Uh, I'm Luke. Tonight I'm joined by Dakota. What's going on, my man? Yeah. 
I really want you to figure this out, like right now. I'm really curious. After after we get, I off. mean, yes, I can wait. I'm just saying that I would like for you to do it now. I'm thinking. I don't. I, don't, I think it might not be. <laughs> there might be like, can you water cool like, like just one thing? Yes, you can. Yes, you. If in, if anything's water cooled in there, anything at all, they'll they will water cool the CPU. And if the water and if the CPU is water cooled, we need to overclock that thing. Like, write me out. Okay. So, uh, besides daydreaming about uh, Threadripper, what you been playing? So wait, time out. Hold on. Still with computer talk. I'm really proud to say that I upgraded my one of my like not really worth a crap laptops that I have, and I upgraded the uh, the RAM in it. And I'm really proud of myself because I've been searching for the last six months for a RAM kit that would actually work with it, and I finally found it, just so you know. And it was actually in another one of my not-worth-a-damn laptops, believe it or not. <laughs> but anyways, though, I'm really proud of myself on that one. But I was, I've was i been playing uh, Zelda, sadly, again. I mean, sadly, as a relative term, not like it's actually sad. It's just that it's sad that I haven't beat it yet. Yeah. Have you beat it? No, I'm. I the last uh, mythical beast um, I got to do is the Gerudo one. So I'm like just just into the desert. One of these days when I'm off, I'm just gonna sit down and get through that, get through Ganon, and get done with it. I like it's such a great game, but like I put so many hours into it, yeah, and like. I'm just ready to, to close the book on it because it, it's just I, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to put in like another 60 hours just to find like all the shrines and seeds. Yeah, you know? no, that's well, first of all, don't do it with the seeds. Yeah, don't do it with the seeds. I just I love with the seeds like it's so awesome just like walking around and somehow finding one. Yeah. Oh, For the man. record, my dog just came in. I don't know if you can see her. Nah, yeah, I don't. She kicked the door open. But like, I'm to the point. I think I've grabbed most all the easy stuff, like the stuff that when you go up on a tower, you can look around and see. Mm-hmm. So I've got a, it's all deep dives, and it's a, it's a big game, and and it's it's tough to find some stuff sometimes. Like you got to look really deep, and I just feel like I've I've put enough time into it. I'm ready to do the main quest and yeah, let it let it sit for a while and maybe come back to it. So funny story. Sorry to cut you off. Funny story about that. Um, so you know how like some sh- shrines, like getting to the shrine is the actual trial? You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah. mazes and stuff? Yeah. So I guess one of them is – I just did it. You may have done it already. But like it's this really like – I don't know how to explain it. There's like just the, this huge rock that just goes straight up into the air. Like that's all that it does. And like you climbing it. And getting all the way up to the top is actually the the like trial of it. Is, is and, there a Goron and you have to pay for it? You have to collect rupees? No, 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 okay. no. Because I haven't done that. Well, I found it, but I haven't done it. Well, there's no this one. Like literally, that's the only thing because I found it and I just flew over to it and I had very like no joke. I had like nothing to climb left of it. Like it was. I don't know what happened. I was just way up there. But um, I had nothing else to climb of it, and I finally got up to the top, and I walk into the thing, and I was just like, okay, what sort of trial is this going to be? And it was like, oh, here's your orb. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And it turned out to be like a barbarian headdress and stuff, so that helped out a lot. Oh, was, it, was that Skull Lake? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, and you're supposed to like, yeah, like I said, you climb up to the top and stuff. Yeah. But I just thought it was funny because like I completely missed the actual trial portion of it. I was, I felt really smart, even though I'm pretty sure everybody done that. Man, dude, there was this one that just drove me crazy. I think it was not that far from there. There's this island that's a gigantic maze. God, that yeah, uh, dude, that drove I, me I did that one too. It drove me insane, but well, I didn't like it. That's for sure. But I just climbed up to the top. And like, listen, like the little like doohickey that tells you whenever you're close to one. I just like kept going until like I couldn't go anymore. If that makes sense, and I solved it pretty easily. I mean, I I looked at the map, and you can solve yeah, it by you, looking at the map. But then you got to move some of the blocks and stuff right. that you can't see on the map. But like, 
I basically took every route that you could take and fail. So like I, yeah. I, I like got close to it like three times before I found it. So it just it just was frustrating. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry about my dog. <laughs> no, you're fine. So have you been playing anything else? Uh, not really. I'm. I still with my wrist. Sadly, I still. It's really hard to play Splatoon. I think I may need to go to like the doctor to get my wrist looked at. Oh shit! Yeah, but other than that, not really anything. I'm just. I've been doing so much like with computer stuff lately that it. I haven't really had time. And but I did get on played Zelda like I said I wanted to play a little bit oh wait I did play a little bit of Tetris a little bit of Tetris oh I'm PUBG with you but I don't even count that as a game anymore yeah. um really that's just like a a job that's like <laughs> making me mad until I actually win so but once if once we get chicken dinner are we still gonna play probably not I think I'm done after that point that worries me. Maybe, maybe they'll update it and they'll there'll be something new. They need more maps. Is what they need. And the good news is, we're, it's going to be a very long time until we get chicken dinner. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. We got so close, and then I do. I really think that I could have won the other day. I can't remember. Uh, I like. Oh, I know what happened. I was on an island. So like, there's a random island just like off in the middle of nowhere. And I was on this island. The circle was closing in on it. I was right there. I had a four-time scope. I had everything. I was stocked up on, um, well, everything. And I even had a boat, like, because it was going out. Like, there was a lot of water inside the circle. So I even had a boat because I was like, I'm just going to chill out here. No big deal. But I get on this island, and a dude comes running across, like, because the island, there's, like, a channel in between the main island and this island. And this dude goes running across the main island, like on the beach of the main island. So there's a good waterway in between us. So you can't see me. And I'm laying down, and I have a four-time scope, AK, no, not AK, uh, M4, whatever. I hit him. I forgot that previously I was inside a house, so I had it on full auto. And so whenever I had it on full auto and I started and I tried to shoot him, it was still on full auto. So it like makes so much noise that everybody sees me and a oh, dude just yeah. like comes up out of nowhere and gets me. Oh, it made me so mad because I really thought that I was good, like I was destined to win that one. Really, I thought so. And I ended up getting like eighth or something like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, the game's big. The game needs more maps it's making me mad they say it's gonna be months i know uh, i'm so mad i don't want to talk about it i'm done with it okay uh so what i've been playing um splatoon 2 uh mostly i still having a lot of fun with that what i the, the thing that i think is funny about that game is i feel like half the weapons are totally useless and then the other half are the machine gun the rollers and the dual pistols that's what everybody uses, which it, it is. It is it fun is. to unlock something and like try it out for a while. But like the the minigun and like what is it the blaster? Like those are like so useless. Like I guess it's a lot of power if you're trying to like take out players quickly. But you're not going to contribute anything to to turf war. But I guess maybe in other modes once because yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm level nine, so I'm this close to getting to rank stuff. And maybe with other modes, it's more useful. <clears throat> That's what oh, you're making me mad. I think I'm still on four or five injuries, man. Yeah. Maybe I'll just give up. Like, not, not, maybe I'll just stop with the motion control and just deal with not doing very good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, get your fix while, while you're, you know, after the season. <laughs> it's so pathetic. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Today, actually, I popped in Cave Story Plus for the Switch. So this is like a, this was one of the first like indie Metroidvania games. Actually, um, it was originally a uh, PC game in like '04, like mm-hmm. made by one guy. And then I think it, I remember hearing about this. Yeah, it, it like back then. It eventually got ported to like everything. I think, and it was it's it was re released on like the DS downloads and like Wii and 3DS and stuff. So they brought it to the Switch. Um, and this is the first time I played it. 
after you know I've I'd heard about it for years, and I've been really digging that. Um, just a very old school pixel graphics Metroidvania style game, hardcore, but kind of cute and heartwarming in a way too. So I'm excited to check that out more. Um, and then the other thing I've been playing is Tacoma. Actually, finished Tacoma. I think it took like four or five hours. So this is the next game from Fulbright, uh, the guys that did Gone Home, which I absolutely adored Gone Home. I thought, you know, it was kind of a controversial game for um, pe- people said, oh, there's no gameplay. It's just a walking simulator, blah, blah, blah. But I think the way that it told a story is just so, so great. And it's something you could only do in a video game. So I was very, very stoked for Tacoma. I had to get that right away and check it out. Um, it's very solid. I enjoyed it. It's not to the levels of greatness that I thought Gone Home was, but I mean I think it's still a memorable experience and a worthwhile uh, purchase. Um, I, I guess Gone Home you get more personal connection, like you get more tied to the story. Tacoma, you're kind of just watching s- s- replays of stuff that had just happened yeah. over the last like couple days. So it's not you don't get as involved. But it's still a cool thing to experience. Like I, I will say this: like you get to know the characters, and you become very familiar with who the characters are. You just don't have that connection. But like, they're they're very um, original characters, and um, like within the first section, like I knew, oh, this guy is is the scientist guy. Th- these are the mm-hmm. engineers, and the, that girl that works on networking. Like you, you pick that up really quickly like who they are. So that is good in that res- in respect, but it doesn't quite hit some other stuff. Um, I don't want to spoil the story. It's, it's a cool little unique thing. You're alone on a space station, which I love that subgenre of things where you're alone on a space station, like Metroid fusion. No, 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 dude, that alien isolation and prey. I love it when you're alone on a space station. Why? I, it, dude, actually. So I watched, I'm sorry to cut you off for a second, That's about but this has to be said. Yes, I know. But this also has to be said. I watched Gravity the other day, and that, like, <laughs> creeped me out so much. That is so terrifying to just be, yes, know that you're that's, alone. That's the best. No, it's not. It's not good. Your mind shouldn't think about that. <laughs> and th- the sad part is, is that I've, in the last, like, week or two, I've realized that I am a I am the exact definition of an introvert. I want to be left alone. Just leave me alone. And through that, that doesn't mean I want to be left alone on a space station. So it worries me. I'm just saying. So the fact that you just said that that's like your favorite thing bothers me. I'm offended slightly. Not no, really. No, it's just like it's so unsettling. Like I guess so, but I don't. I don't know. I don't want to play any game. I lo- I Actually, lo- I probably do. I'm just saying that for dramatic effect, but that's not the point. It's just so cool to come up to like a like a a big window and you can just see the stars. But then, like right after that, you're being hunted by an alien. You know, you don't know what's out there. Like, it's did, you, just, did you play Alien Isolation? A little bit. I, so oh, I bought really? it and I played the first couple hours, and then <clears throat> ended up putting it down. Like it, 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 it was a good game. It was flawed. It. it the actual gameplay wasn't for me, but just the premise and the setting and all of that I really enjoyed. But the actual gameplay I wasn't a big fan of. The premise and the setting. I did watch um Oh, I also watched Prometheus the other day. And by the other day I mean yesterday. It was okay. I was I was watching some stuff too. I was trying to work on my T V and movie backlog. So I figured that would be a little bit easier to chip away at than games. Um, I finally I mean, watched Rogue One. Which why? Is, oh, wait. I forgot that you actually like Star Wars. So take that back. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, what else? I watched... Uh, see, I finished season two of Master of None. Very funny. Very great show. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. I really dug it. Um... All right, let's get going on some topics here. Eh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess get the big one out of the way. The moment we've all been waiting for. Not really, just you. The moment 
Well, you're I'm, thinking of something else that I was going to talk about. Oh, what I was going to talk about. Wait, is that not what you were talking about? No. Oh, I know what you're talking about. We thought it would never happen. Valve Software is finally releasing a new video game. And it is a Dota card game. Dun, dun, dun. I really don't know what else to say. Did you see the memes for it, though? I yeah. thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, everybody was so disappointed. When I first saw the headline, I was like, Valve announces Artifact. I was like, dude, Artifact, what could it be? Like, it could be something super, super cool. And it's a card game. I just want you to know that the amount of disappointment on your face is the same. It's probably half the amount of disappointment I had whenever I found out they were redoing Fable in a card game. Like, redoing the, the title of Fable as a card game. Wait, is that out yet? Has that come out yet? That was wasn't that coming out this month? Because didn't we talk about it on the the games of the month? I don't know, dude. Because I don't know if you know this, but I lost all my bookmarks. So. Oh yeah, shoot. <laughs> I mean, I does mean, it really matter at the end of the day? It, it does because I just oh, it makes me so mad. They were talking about, so back to IGN uh, unlocked podcast. They were talking about okay. First of all, about artifact, I don't really care too much about a damn card game. Yeah, there, way. it's said and done. The only card game I care about is a Pokemon card game because that needs to happen. The sooner, sooner the better. Dude, but that'd be so what, badass on the Switch. I don't know why they haven't done it. Like honestly, <sighs> okay. So we have that other card game. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not going to say it on on air because. Got a lot of backlash for that. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Anyways, though, that that other Konami game, right? Anyways, though, they have their little card game app, which secretly is very intriguing, and I think that that's an awesome concept. I, will, I refuse to play it for the sole reason of what it is. Anyways, though, if Pokemon wanted to do something other than Pokemon Go, which they should want to do, then they should make a card game. Isn't there? On, isn't there an app? There's no. There's. There's. Whoa! Hold up. Not for a card game. There's no card game app. There is an app, however, on your computer. Oh, you that's can what do. I was of. Yeah, you can do. Uh, like you get a QR code and stuff, and you put it into your computer, and it gives you a deck, and blah 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 blah. Anyways, though, it's dumb. So they need to put it on their phone, on your phone, and then that would be pristine. And I was going to say something else about Fable. Oh, Podcast Unlocked, right? They were talking about, like, if you could get rid of a Microsoft game, like, what what Microsoft franchise would you kill off and for the sake of bringing another one back? And one person on there said, I can't remember what they were going to kill off. I think they were going to kill off Forza to bring back Fable. And I was like, I disagree with Forza, but I completely agree with Fable. Because if I could, I would I would honestly kill off Halo. Sorry, guys. That's fair, because it's like, it's probably... Let's just say it's on the downswing. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, I definitely don't agree with Forza. For reasons we'll get into in a later topic. I mean, that's fine. Oh, we're actually going to talk about that. Next, I don't care about no damn card game. Okay, well, okay, so, it, okay, we'll keep going with new game announcements. So, I've been getting a lot of flack over the last year over this Persona Five game doesn't come out quick enough, gets delayed, never coming out. When's it coming out? Never. Guess what? Only a handful of months after the Persona Five release, well, in America, so like a year yeah. after its Japanese release. We've got three new Persona games. Well, maybe two, depending on who you ask. So They don't actually count. Okay, There's so only one that actually counts. So we'll say 2.5 new Persona games coming out. And I'm... Mm, keep going, though. So we've got Persona Dance for Persona 3 and Persona 5, which so is... So that's two of them. It's kind of unclear if that's one package and it's like two yeah. things or it's like you actually have to buy two. I think you're probably right. going to buy two, which is going to be okay. It's going to be good. The Persona 4 one. Are you going to play it? Yeah. You're like, going to play the dance? Okay. The Persona series has amazing music. So the the one for four, 
Persona 4 on the Vita, I played. It's, I mean, it, you got to be into it. You got to be into anime and weird shit. Like oh to, wait, to okay. It. So you're not so you're not gonna get the dance pat, mat and no, start no, no, dancing no. on the mat. No, no, no. None of it's dancing. It's all on a Vita. Oh, it's that's not, so dumb. It's on a controller. It's not. I'm so dumb extra. with this game now. Now I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Well, then you don't have to look like an idiot. You just feel like an idiot. But you should look like an idiot. Nah. Persona series has great music. The uh, Persona Four Dancing All Night had a kind of meh graphic novel storyline. Um, which was fine at times, but dragged on too much. Great music. Um, so I'm excited. Anyways, to- though, okay, so there's a music one. Let's go to the next one. Persona Q2, which is the sequel to Persona Q, which is the dungeon-crawling Etrian Odyssey-style games with Persona characters. And they teased it with the Persona 5 like logo and characters, so hopefully it's across the whole series they add that that character set to the whole series because that would be dope but if not it still would be dope and that that one's actually gonna be really fun persona q is really cool it's it's a different style it's it's pretty hardcore like dungeon crawling like you gotta map shit out and like it it gets really complex but wait you get a map shit out like literally draw a map yeah that's what on the ds it was cool like you as you explore the dungeon it fills in and then you have to like make notes of this is where the stairs are this is where like i found this healing item or a treasure chest to come back to and shit like that so. that actually sounds pretty awesome so secretly i've been looking for a game like i remember back like playing the original zelda like you would have to like draw out the map because there was no map well there was a map but you know what i mean like so you would actually like draw out the stuff and i i really think that we should go back to games like that rather than just having it like oh hey here's a map if you press the start button so anyways though so next well real quick you should check out the first persona q or the whole etrian odyssey <laughs> series which is gonna it's all like that maybe we'll see i don't know it depends you have you're gonna have to really try to sell it to me well, the Etrian Odyssey is, like, less strange anime and more just, like, kind of fantasy. Okay, anime. well, see, but the problem that you're having here is that the thing that I appreciate the most about the Persona series is the way Persona 5 looks. So then get Persona Q and you're fine. Okay. All right. And then <laughs> the next one. Wait, is that all the Persona ones? Yeah. Okay, so what? So the logo that they had, it had like the take your hearts or something like that. Yeah, is that the Q one? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was wondering about. All right, now I'm okay. A- okay, so actually, right before they announced this, they registered like three new websites. Yeah, but I saw that. it was like Persona Dance. JP and then PQ two JP and then P five R JP. So. That that is P five R would not relate to the Persona Five dancing one, so that's interesting. That there may be something else still coming. DLC. It could be. I mean, they re released enhanced versions of both Persona Three and Four, so that was a lot of people's first reaction. It's the updated Already? one. Which yeah, exactly. I don't think they would do an updated one this quickly. So maybe. Well, yeah, but they're probably just securing. Like you said, it's just a website. Yeah. They're probably just trying to secure it. It's like whenever, um, whenever Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid Four came out, I think it was. It was four or three. Whenever four or three came out, like Konami just like every single possible title you could think of for a Metal Gear game was like automatically bought. Yeah, so maybe something will come out of it. Hopefully, maybe. I hope so. <laughs> Next. Uh, uh, the Nintendo World Championships are coming back this year. Uh, when is that? I am not sure, but the... Qual- are you kidding me? I asked you before the show. You didn't have it already up? The qualifiers are at the end of August. I know that. But I don't know when the actual championships are. And what's weird is for the qualifiers, you have to qualify on Mario Kart 7, not Mario Kart 8. Oh, okay, so it's actually October 7th. Really? Dude, I so I oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, I hope the actual thing is not just a Mario Kart 7 tournament, which it, it won't be. It'll be no. other cool shit. <clears throat> Are you sure that's Mario Kart? Ooh. Oh, there's like none of them nearby. Where did you find the list of like the games that you have to be? Oh, there it is. Never mind. I found it. So, yeah, that'll be pretty cool. And I think they've announced stuff at these things before. So do you think you're, they're going to announce anything? Uh, No. I really don't. Okay, so my gut instinct is Smash Bros. Deluxe for the Switch would be freaking huge. But the time for them to do that is quickly quickly dwindling. Wait, wait, you think it's What? Smash Bros. Smash? Deluxe. Like a re-release of the one for Wii U, like they've been doing. I right? I, it, I mean, I know where you're getting at, but I don't... And the thing is, if they don't release that now, there's no point they need to wait until they do the the next full one in a few years, right? Who says that they're doing a full one? One can infer. I disagree. I don't think we can. You don't think they're going to do another full Smash Bros.? I think that it will not be. Uh, I feel like Masahiro Sakurai is, if I said his name right, um, is probably reluctant because you know this last one nearly killed him, right? Yeah. So like he gets so invested, and that's the reason why it worries me about the like doing the deluxe one because. I mean, yes, it's not that hard to pour a game. It's really not. And But at the same time, like, I don't see him just sitting back and letting them port it. And I feel like he would want to put his hands into it, which is great. But he, I don't know. I feel like it's still too soon. I, well, I think if they, they ported it and added all the extra character, all the DLC, that would be a great you know, incentive to buy it for people that already have it. Yeah, I know. I, I agree with that. Like, there's no disagreement with that. It, it would be dumb for them to not do it. But at the same time, I feel like it's going to be such a... It's going to be, like, difficult to do that. That's what I... I don't know. Like, I don't know. Be, okay, so to, for me, Smash Bros. is such a problem because they invest he invests so much into it and he doesn't let anybody help out it's really just him doing this doing these one games you know what i mean like okay yeah he has a team but i'm saying like he doesn't have much of a team he has a very small core group of people that he only depends on and so for them to do for for them to port it he's gonna want to have his hands in it he, I don't see you. Every time that he finishes a game, he's always like, "Yeah, I, th- I think I'm done." You know, like he, oh, you, the, you, there's always that uncertainty with him, and I really think that this one like drove him so bad that he's not really trying to do a deluxe version of it anytime soon. But wouldn't it be a perfect end cap just to put all the characters together, put that in one package, call it good, and then Saturday's I mean, done. Yes, I, I, I think it's going to happen because Nintendo, like they've been, they've been knocking it out of the park, and this would be a real knock it out of the park move. That's just my gut feeling. I don't know. The you could be. I will say this: you you have a very good idea for the simple fact of the last time they did the World Championships in was it twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen? Twenty fifteen. Okay, so the last time they did that, they ended the entire thing with. Mario Maker, which was awesome. So if they ended it, they're, they're going to want to end it with another game that's very multiplayer heavy or like not necessarily multiplayer. Well, yes, multiplayer heavy because uh, Mario Maker is a multiplayer game. Even though you don't play it with a bunch of people, it's a multiplayer it's a game. community thing. Right. So I could see that like Smash Deluxe being the ultimate like this is the number. This is the final game right here so like that would be awesome so uh, with that being because that's a good multiplayer game you can do a 1v1 and whoever wins wins 
but at the same time, like that that that's like perfect for uh, Smash Brothers Deluxe. Start off like, hey, this game's coming. Here you go, sort of thing. That's what I'm saying. But at the same, I don't know because I don't know what other game they would have. Uh, There's like maybe, no maybe something other, new, maybe some some kind that's of. That's what I'm saying. Something new, but like I think that they would end it on a new game. <sighs> well, maybe actually, like some, some kind of Mario Sport thing or some some kind of switch, switch local Splatoon. Maybe. Oh, that would actually be kind of awesome. Like a 1v1 Splatoon? Maybe. That'd have to be like a whole new mode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if they just announced a new mode for Splatoon? Yeah. Well, we will see. There's going to be some kind of... Oh, what if it's Poyo Poyo Tetris? I would love that. I would love (laughs) that. Probably not going to happen, but... No, I doubt it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, for the record, getting back to the world championship thing, that's awesome. I'm glad that they're bringing this back. I'm hoping that it stays. It starts to become a consistent thing again. Yeah. Well, and by again, I mean it starts becoming a consistent thing, not necessarily again, because it technically never was. Two years in a row, basically. Yeah. Well, I'm saying they because they had it in what 1990. Yeah. And then. Was there another one before that? No. Uh, I mean, after that, until 2015. No, I, I think I think it was 2014 or 2015, if I remember right. I think I'm pretty sure it was 2015, because it was the very end of the Wii U. Like it was becoming the end of it. They hadn't even really said what the Switch is yet. Yeah. Because Mario Maker wasn't even out yet, and I'm pretty sure Mario Maker came out like in February 2016. That was October or September. Yeah, 2015. October. October 2015, and they had it at E3 2015. Yep, it was 2015. Yeah, boom, look at that. So anyway, um, with a couple other bits of Nintendo news, um, Milton Guasti, who that name is probably unfamiliar, but this is the guy that made another Metroid 2 remake, which uh, got released for free on pc fan game but then got quickly taken down very quickly yeah very quickly but this is a super solid remake um using like the metroid zero mission assets fantastic update um we now know why nintendo was so intent on taking it down because they're making their own um so this guy was the guy that made that single developer over many years uh he got hired at moon studios so moon studios made ori in the blind forest a fantastic, beautiful Metroidvania. And they are currently working on Ori and the Will of the Wisps, sequel to that, which looks even more beautiful. So I think this is a super solid get for them and makes me even more hyped because this guy knows what he's doing. He knows the source material, and this is a perfect fit for him. Aside from working on another Metro, on Metroid, actually Nintendo, so Nintendo totally lost out on this hire. Did you, did you uh, pre-order? I mean, pre-order. Did you download... The no comment. Metroid. No comment. Seriously, you have it? They can't no, take it. No you can say it out loud. It's not going to. They can't it? take it. I mean, I would really like very much appreciate it. We'll talk about this more off the podcast. All right. That's okay. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, uh, So there is a company or is it a company or like a person making a new N64 controller? That actually looks like a normal controller. Now, uh, 20 some odd years or 21 years since the release of the console. I, I didn't realize we were talking about this. Well, <laughs> let's see here. It What's is, it? So it was on Kickstarter, made by Retro yeah. Fighters. What's the, what's the connection? Is it USB? Uh, it says here. Why well, no USB? <laughs> it doesn't support USB. That sucks. So I guess it's only the actual N64 connection. Software and time. However, if you do want an N64 controller for your PC, it is possible. There are several several cheap adapters in the market. What? Who? Oh, they plan to do a second USB version for of the controller if they make enough money. Mm-hmm. So support it. Yeah, shit. 
there we go. Because that's actually what I want whenever I make a retro pie. So, man, I think this thing actually looks like pretty slick. Really? It's very gray. Well, it, it it looks like the original N64 controller, but just not with the freaking oh. third thing. Okay, so does the... There's two Z buttons. Do they both, like... If I just press the left one, does that work? And, or, and if I just press the right one, does that work? Or do they both have, both have to be depressed? Or, like... No, I, I I guarantee it's just they both. You hit one, it, it's the Z button, and it's, and it's just whatever one you want to press. Yeah, you better hope so, because that would make no sense to. I ain't I ain't backing it if, if I don't get an answer. I'm just kidding, dude. I secretly love going on to Kickstarter and just seeing what like the types of stuff that they have. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm more of a fan of Patreon to be honest with you. Really? Because, like, hmm. what, they're both very cool sites and ways to support people and make stuff. Um, but it's just, like, in general, like, Patreon, it, I think it's a way more sustainable thing. Cause well, yeah. It's, like, people, like, Kind of Funny and Danny O'Dwyer and... Um, but that's... But this is, like, I feel like we're comparing two different things here. It, like, yeah, it is. Yeah, these are actual, like, products. Those are just videos. But I like that that is a way for people to make content independently. And it's basically like they treat it like a subscription, you know. I feel like Kickstarter has its successes, but they're ma- it's easier to be successful on Patreon. And I see way more people sustaining. Going to Patreon, yeah. And they're able to, to do that like long term. But anyway. Right. But. We should probably get off of Kickstarter now. Anyway. <laughs> I just like all the indie games that appear on Kickstarter. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I know you wanted to, to touch on. Um, how much you were a fan of the Xbox One X and its 4K capabilities, or the lack thereof? What do, What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm not on the. Uh, dang it. So, uh, uh, Killing Floor 2, which is not exactly a difficult game to run, cannot support 4K. I'm trying to find that. you. I didn't think we were going to talk about this either. I mean, I know I said that I wanted to talk about it. But anyways, though, it can't run 4K on the Xbox One X because the Xbox One X is not very good. But even the, And that was their big hype point. But isn't it the fact that you, it's a isn't it's a competitive shooter or like a fast paced shooter and it's got to hit that frame rate? So that's why they have yeah, to compromise. Yeah, it does. Compromise it, it. Does, that doesn't mean anything. Like I, I okay. Yes, it's it's a slight. It, how can I say this? Yes. With that being said, it it's kind of understandable why it's hard for it to hit four K. Without frame rate drops, it's hard for it to hit it. But during this is the, all I'm going to say during the press conference for um for the Xbox One X, what did they talk about? 4K native 4K, 4K this, 4K that, 4K, 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 and for not even it's not exactly a difficult game. It doesn't look – it's not the most amazing-looking game in the world or anything like that. And for it to not even be able to do that at 4K without significant – not just some. It's significant frame rate drops. That's the problem. Like you, you – But are you going to be playing Killing Floor 2? That's the question. Okay, no, but that's not the point. I can still criticize it just because I'm not going to play it doesn't mean I can't criticize. Because the thing is, Forza Motorsport 7, native 4K. I'm I want to see that. it. I'm going to be playing that. Halo and Halo 5 is going to be updated for native 4K. Gears 4 is going to be updated for okay, native 4K. Hey, guess what? This is all I'm – my computer can put out, has the capability of putting out at 4K. has the ability to put out at 4K. Do you know how many games I play at 4K? 
Zero. None. Not a single one. Like, no. But that doesn't, like... But do you know how many games I'm capable of doing it? A lot. But I don't do it. And the reason why I don't do it is because it just... I, I don't care about it that much. But that now... And I didn't buy this computer because it did. So if I wanted it to, I could, but I don't. I'm just make- I'm just excited to see what this box is capable of. I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, that's true. I'm, I'm okay, I'm not cr- trying to really, okay, dude, I really can't find this. <laughs> there it is, I finally found it. Uh, I, I am, okay, first of all, I want to say that many companies say that they're able to do 4K, and they still don't. Like, it's, just because they claim that they can do 4K doesn't mean that they will do 4K. Okay? Because it could be checkerboarded. It could be at, like, 1440p or 1800p. Exactly. Like, you can... Th- so, which there's, is still higher resolution. Huh. But, um... So, my point is, the only thing that I really want to get perfectly clear is the only game i mean the only thing that i care about putting out at 4k is a high-end threadripper freaking desktop okay <laughs> or an intel one but the, uh, that doesn't mean like i don't care about a damn console doing 4k i don't if you want a console to do 4k like you shouldn't be saying that a console selling point is the resolution of the console in my opinion it should be performance. Now, if it's able to do 4K without significant frame rate drops, good on you. If you know that there's going to be 4K with significant frame rate drops, because, okay, actually, that's a good point in my head. I just had it. Forza 7 may be able to do 4K, but what's the frame? What's 60. the frame? Are you positive? 60. Like, well, t- first of all, you've not seen this. So we are. Spe- it, that's it, what this list claimed. says. It's been claimed to do 60. Middle Earth, Shadow of War, native 4K, 30 frames. And Gears of War would be native 4K, 60 frames. Or 30 frames, sorry, 30 frames. Yeah, and that's the reason why I'm saying that. I really, I don't think that Forza will do 60. It may. I'm not saying that it won't. I'm, I'm excited to see if it does or not. Because I, I see how that looks. Most, most racing games cap off at 30. Just to make sure that it stays within that. Like, yeah. it's capable of doing that. And it knows that because it's another thing is since we're on the topic, f- frame rates don't really matter as much. Do you know what a, what the frame uh, what the FPS is of a Blu-ray movie? Twenty-four, right? Yeah, but it's, movies and games are totally different. You, can- I know, but that's what I'm saying. But the, do you know why it's twenty-four? But yet it still looks seamless. Well, it's a set angle. You're like you're not moving around. You're not. There's not a. It's well, not variable yes, uh, like a game. Yeah, exactly. But th- but it's also because like the latency be- between the frames is not like it's not noticeable. It's not as noticeable as what I'm saying. Well, okay. So what you're getting at, if if a game could be running at 60 frames, but if it has bad frame pacing, it could still look like shit. Yes. So it has to have good frame pacing as well. Right, which is the reason why many games cap off at 30. Even though that they're able to do 180 frames a second, they still cap it at 30 because they know they would they will consistently get 30. And 30 is just a good little in-between number, really. But that's – like the transition from one frame to one frame is more important than the amount of frames. Yes. They're so uh, – I, so that's what but if you can consistently do 60 frames it looks fucking good oh i'm not i mean that uh, that's and i mean i i would say that i i think a consistent 60 frames a second is more, a better gaming experience than 4k but i guess yes. it, it's less expensive and more achievable and more attainable for sony and microsoft to get a bunch of stuff that can up res to 4k and look really good and some native stuff then get everything to 60 on their yes. four to five hundred dollar boxes i mm-hmm. guess it'd have to be many hundred dollars more to yes ensure. and 
The and you and you don't and most people don't want a console that does 4K. They want a PC that does 4K, but not a console that does 4K. But the, my my thing is my TV's way bigger than my monitor. And like seeing that super crisp with amazing colors on HDR, like that is sweet. It will be sweet. I'm not saying it won't be, but if they if they looked at you and they said, "Hey man, we will give you 60 frames a second, but you're going to watch it at 1080p." Sorry. I, that would be I that would be great, but I just I think I don't know, just the nerd of me wanting to to bite this like next gen shit and there's actually movies and Netflix and now games utilizing it. I'm just excited to see what it's going to do and what it's going to look like. It's just the early adopter in me. I mean, because I've, I've got the all, I've got the setup. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I want to see what it can do. Do you have it pre-ordered yet? You can't pre-order Wait. it. You yeah, can't you pre-order can't. it. Dang it! <laughs> I'm so just I'm curious there for now. I'm just curious how many you're gonna buy. Well, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm still. I'm internally debating when I should get one because I know I shouldn't get it right away because there's not going to be enough. And if you're do. moving soon, not not to put your not never mind. I'm I didn't mean to say that out loud. But yeah, funds will probably be a little tight with that. Yeah, and I should probably save money. But I'm I'm really looking forward to Forza, and I really enjoyed Gears Four, and I thought Gears Four was a beautiful game. So I'm excited to see what that looks like in 4K. It's it's two games, five hundred bucks, not quite worth it. So hopefully, like by next year's E3. And Microsoft has actually like announced some new cool games that you know we've been in a drought of. Um, so, so if, if Nintendo came to you and said for six hundred dollars you can play Breath of the Wild in four K, no, 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 dude, really? It's, it's too, it's too uh, apples well, falling from the tree, you know. They're on two different sides of the tree. Microsoft is the tech-heavy guy. That that's what they're focusing on. That's what they do best. Nintendo. No, I'm asking, like, what is what games would you be willing to pay that five hundred dollars for? Like, because you said Gears and the other one is not worth it. Just for five. Like, yeah, just those two. So now, Breath of the Wild. If they said Breath of the Wild, you could play it at four K for five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. I feel like it needs to go up since the game's already been out. Um, not for that, but if if the next Zelda was in 4K, that would be worth it. If Metroid Prime Four was in 4K, what if they the, said the for thing, five? But the thing for is, five, I five. I love all those games for the gameplay, and I don't even really give a shit about the graphics. See, that's what I'm saying. And I can appreciate both. Like I I'm a firm. I mean, this whole this whole movement is kind of a bummer because. Companies should focus on making great games, and the, and the rest will come. But the right. tech side of me, the guy that likes talking about Threadripper and graphics cards, I like talking about 4K TVs and, and what that technology is looking like and how it's going to change, you know, how we how we watch stuff. So that's it's it's more of the tech side of me getting hyped up than the gamer. If that makes sense, I get it, but I mean, I'm still disappointed. Because like I, really. I love the Switch, and I think Nintendo has totally knocked it out of the park on the Switch. They finally got so much stuff right where it's a it's a great device. It's it's solid. It looks sexy. The controllers. I was worried about the controllers going in, but I love the controllers. You don't need a TV. You don't need to worry about any of that shit. I honestly wish I would have went all digital on my games, so I won't have to bring any games, and it's all right there. You just you just bring it, hand it to somebody, hand them a controller, and we're playing. You know, like that is yeah. so cool. And the fact that it's like really high quality for a handheld, like it just it's the perfect storm of all that stuff and they finally got it right. Like all the stuff they got wrong on the Wii U. And I love that. So that's the totally the antithesis of oh four K, blah blah blah. Antithesis. Yeah. That's the name of this episode, Antithesis. Okay. It's <laughs> a good word. All right, let's let's move on. This podcast is getting long, eh? Yeah. We got some PUBG to play. We got some chicken dinner to win. <laughs> right, probably not tonight. Okay, so time for the uh the lesser known. Um oh. Did you have anything you wanted to say about this one? 
Reckon about the, the wait. Did you uh, time out? Hold on. Am I gonna announce it? I mean, I can talk about announcing. Uh, I mean, I kind of wanted to say it since I came up with it. Then go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So today's lesser known. This week's when this week's lesser known today's lesser this week's right yeah, yeah we'll say this week's this week's lesser known is a little side-scrolling shooter called Alien Hominid and that's all I wanted to say you can take it over from there <laughs> so yeah so Alien Hominid started off as a flash game on Newgrounds and then uh, came to consoles. Uh, in 04 so originally released in 2002 and then came to consoles in 2004 um it's a cell-shaded side-scrolling shooter so it plays old school but it looks really cool looks like a cartoon um so that's i think why everybody got drawn to it originally is just just looked amazing Mm. um i remember i rented it for the gamecube this was a perfect match for like just that weird off-the-wall gamecube game um, handing one of those weird ass controllers to somebody and, and doing a co op. Um, I didn't play it a whole lot, but um, definitely memorable experience. Um, they went on to do Cra- Castle Crashers, and I think that was huge for um, the Behemoth. Yeah, because it was a bunch of you know people I know love that game that aren't even like huge gamers, but they got into that. So this is where they kind of started off. Was it their it may not have been their first game, but oh, it was their first game. Uh, yeah, it was their first game. This was also one of the like the very first um the Penny Arcade games. Like you know the it, this was on Penny Arcade, right? New it was it started on Newgrounds. Well, I know that, but I'm saying like so because at the I mean not Penny Arcade, gosh dang it, Xbox Live Arcade. That's oh, what I meant. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I I knew I was slightly right. Penny Arcade yeah. is the the yeah the okay. comic. No, no yeah, they brought it to yeah. XBLA and it was big there too. It, um, it's a small download, which yeah. has, has now blossomed into a huge uh, huge genre. I wonder. So it says uh, HD version Xbox Live Arcade February twenty eighth twenty seven two thousand seven. Um. Why do I feel like is that really the only time they haven't really really they have not re-released it like that's crazy a, a pretty lesser known it's been a little yeah while. that ex, yeah extremely because I guess it's a testament to how big Castle Crashers was for them because that's since came out. Uh, 360, then PS3, then Windows, then Xbox mm. One only a couple of years ago. Yeah. So that, that, that's what they've been focused on. Right. Hmm. But, I mean, there's really not much to say about it. You're an alien. Well, okay, time out. I guess that we never really gave out the plot. So you're a little alien, and you're running from the FBI. In yeah. essence, I mean that's really about it. And you're shooting shit. That's a, that's it. I just remember like my very first game. It took the world by storm. My very first came out. I because rem- like it was all over. Um, it wasn't it wasn't G four yet. Was it G four yet, or was it still Tech TV? I feel like it was Tech TV back then, dude. It must have been. I feel like so because I don't even. Th- I think that so you know Attack of the Show. Yeah. You know, the very first, uh, the original name for it was the Screensavers? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they talked about it on Screensavers. Honestly. They probably, but, yeah, it, was, it would have been perfect like uh, when it was on Newgrounds. Like a small yeah, little it, thing. Whatever. I just, yeah. That's about it. That's all we can really say about that. Yeah. <laughs> so... Where can people find us at? Um, at places. Uh, you can subscribe to Code Call on the podcast app on your iPhone, uh, the Google Play Store on your Android phone, uh, soundcloud.com slash ztargeting. Follow at ztargeting2016 on Twitter. I'm at LukeDollar23 on Twitter. Dakota's at FoxDie89. 
and Buck is at Brow Gaming. Yep. So thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. What is the name of this episode? Antithesis. Antithesis. There we go. (laughs) 